is there a right way to react to a period of self-isolation and lockdowns? It's a good question. Everyone's going to have a different opinion on this. And the reason for this episode is two things. Not one, it's a follow-up to the housing market being a bubble and about sitting on your hands. Sometimes that is the best thing to do. But secondly, last week also had an operation and the recovery period from that is anywhere between two to six weeks, depending on how well the scars heal. And the advice from the hospital uh, was before the operation to self-isolate and also afterwards to keep contact with other people to an absolute minimum. So I don't have to self-isolate, but it is highly advised that I do self-isolate. And that got me thinking, being in and around the, the same four walls all the time, that can have different effect on different people. So you're going to look at a couple of sort of mental challenges that you might have if you're in a similar situation, but also other reasons why I'm doing a lot of self-isolation on purpose. Well, let's check in with the mental challenges first. Now, you might live in a house where you've got a massive estate. You've got loads and loads of acres. That's superb. You might live in a house where you've got a garden. So again, you know, that's nice to be able to get outside, get some fresh air and still be, you know, in and around yourself. If you live where I live, uh, you know, I have no issue with where I live. It's a fantastic flat. The challenges that we have is we've got a very, very small balcony outside, which is, again, not a problem. You open the door, you get loads of flies just fly at your face for whatever reason. And also just the sound of traffic. So it's not really tranquil. And then at the front, it's a gated compound where everyone's cars are. So there's not really sort of, you know, too much to do. You, can't, you sort of get to this idea that you're surrounded in the four walks. And having you know, spoken to a, a few friends over the last few months, you know, people are having the same challenges. Um, people like social interaction. You know, it's important to have that. And, you know, there are mental challenges that can arise from having a lack of social interaction. OK, yeah, it's great recording podcasts on Zoom and it's great, you know, sorting out you know, business bits and pieces on the Internet. Not a problem. Sometimes it is just good to meet up with people. And I'm refraining from doing that to be fair at the moment and you know by reasoning on that is number one I've been advised by the hospital to you know self-isolate as, as much as I can but secondly let's let's have a look at coronavirus let's have a look at it it's a virus now yes I know that in the last couple of weeks you know Russia have announced um, you know various results from testing of various vaccines um, to combat COVID Australia are looking uh, possible vaccinations at the end of the year, start of 2021. So there are going to be advances, absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's a virus. And, you know, viruses don't do as well in cold weather. In fact, they, you know, they get worse historically. And until there's a cure, it's always going to be, it's always going to be around. Now, again, we can sit down and use that as an excuse, or we can sit down and sort of analyse it and go, oh, well, hang on a minute. If it's always going to be around, you know, why would I put myself at risk? Why would I put my family at risk? You know, so there's two ways of looking at it. Do you sit down and, and use it as an excuse? You know, oh, I'm not going out today because of COVID or, you know, mate, I'd love to go for a coffee with you, but, you know, I'm concerned about COVID or I'd like to go and view this property, but, you know, I'm concerned about COVID. I mean, number one is a legitimate concern that you could have. And number two, also think about things. You know, if it's going to hinder your business and hinder how you're going to move forward, You've just got to be as pragmatic as possible. We don't work out the risks versus the reward. Now, I understand, completely understand people that, you know, if 
if you're bottling everything up and you're in the same four walls and it's becoming stressful, you might have kids, you know, you might have a you know, spouse, you might live with your family. And I understand that that could get on top of you quite quickly. And if you haven't got any outlet, uh, any other place to go to, that can be quite frustrating. So I get why people are still, to an extent, going hold there, although I don't necessarily agree with it. Because, um, you know, let's go back to the nooks and crannies of it. It's a virus. Until you find a cure for it, it's always going to be around and about. End of. So my opinion is that, you know, there needs to be some form of remedy before you start seeing me out and about on the road. I'll be doing a lot of things from home, uh, even more so, um, you know, as a result. Again, that's personal opinion. Everyone's going to react in a different way. So think about that. But is there a right way to react to a period of self-isolation and lockdown? Well, yes and no. There's always opportunities. We've spoken about this multiple times on the podcast. If you have a lot of spare time on your hands, you know, don't just mill around, uh, sat around just watching rubbish TV all day and being bored. If you want to, feel free. But, you know, there's many things you could do. You could read more books. You can listen to more podcasts. You can listen to more books. You can start a, you know, a new hobby. Uh, I know that I've started again learning Spanish uh, in preparation for the fact that the other half is Mexican. And, you know, although her English is very, very good, except it's by her English is better than my Spanish, I want to make that effort to be able to you know, communicate effectively, more effectively with her in a mother tongue. Plus, I love learning, so picking up a new language. So you can do that. Uh, loads of exercise. You know, you can, there are so many routines now that are on YouTube, uh, you know, one minute routines, five minute routines, 10 minute routines, 20 minute routines. And put time in your diary to have a chat with people. Yes, if you're having the chat on the phone, it's not always the same as being face-to-face with them, but make time in your diary for that. Do that. That's if you're very inclined to do that. And again, everyone is going to be thinking about this in a different way. But if you're in a lockdown, if you're in a period of self-isolation, that's what I would do. Get some structure to your day. Find some extra things to do. You can always work on your business. You know, find a lot of reaction now is a lot of things, more, even more things are being done on social media, even more things are being done via Zoom, Skype, WhatsApp, etc. And you can still run businesses to an extent from your computer. It's, you know, it's not an issue. Again, there's, there are always opportunities, always look at the positive side of things. And then you've got your other set of people, uh, people that are thinking, oh, you know, sod this, you know, oh, the government said that I can go to Portugal, I'm going to Portugal for a few weeks, I need to get out of my house. You know, I want to go and do this and I want to go and do that. I want to go this and I want to go do that. I get it to an extent. I get it to an extent. I've sort of had that frustration being in the same four walls that things can get a bit on you, on top of you. I get that, you know, I want to go out and about and go on a few holidays and, you know, enjoy the sun and just like anyone else would do. But these are the same people that just because the government said they can go and do it, they're acting like they're never, ever, ever going to go on holiday again. And yeah, that's unlikely. You know, we're in unprecedented times. We're in a period where, again, my belief is it's better to sort of sit on your hands, not do too much uh, in terms of meeting loads of people and, you know, coming into contact with multiple people. But there are things you can do to, you know, work on your business at the same time to, you know, so you're not just sat around for 24 hours a day being bored out of your mind. You won't catch me going on holiday anytime soon because, Again, it's a virus. You've got to control the spread of people or the movement of people, sorry, in order to contain it. But even then, that's only containing it. In order to eradicate it, 
you need people to either become completely immune to it or you are going to need some sort of vaccine. If you look at, you know, periods in, in, in history, and this is what makes me laugh, is that, you know, back in, back in the day, I watched a documentary recently uh, about the plague in London in 1665. And that was quite traumatic. I mean, periods of plague happened quite a lot of the time, loads of different outbreaks. But what happened there is if you had signs of the plague, so you're starting to you know swell up and get these sores and bruises and boils and everything, uh, what would happen is you would literally be locked in your house to die. You'd have a red cross painted on the door or just above the door to say that this person is sick and they would get a blacksmith, a locksmith, and you would be locked up in your house and left to die. Uh, these people back in the day, they had, you know, very little in comparison to what we have now. You know, we're living in 21st century. Uh, you know, we've got Wi-Fi, we've got a roof over our head. You know, we've got probably most of us have got Netflix or Sky or something like that. And we are struggling to self-isolate. It is, we got it in there. It's absolutely incredible. And that's what I don't understand. That is really what I don't understand. You know, back in the day, if you had plague, yeah, you, you were pretty much, you're going to die pretty much. And yeah, you were just locked up and left to die. It's not particularly pleasant, uh, not particularly you know, the most humane thing to do, but they didn't know much better at the time. And yet we're in the 21st century and we're struggling. We are, a lot of people are struggling to self-isolate in where they need to or be in any form of lockdown. People just want to get back to living their normal lives. I understand that to an extent, you know, they're very, very, very weird times. And, you know, ultimately as as an individual, you know, you're well within your right to, to do what you think is best for you and your family and, you know, can't really stop that. But it does seem to be a lot of a lot of people out there are just complaining. I don't know whether that's a Britishness, you know, in us coming out. That we're always complaining about something. We're not happy that the government has said we can go to Portugal. Oh, now we're not happy that they said we have to quarantine when we come back. And, oh, if I've got a quarantine, then I lose money on my work and I lose money on this. And I well, just don't go in the first place. So... Anyway, there's my rant on that. So is there a right, a right way to react to a period of self-isolation and lockdown? Well, the answer really is no. Uh, I think that there is, there's always going to be two sides to every argument, two sides to every coin. I would say that, yes, these are unprecedented times, but do study the history of these things. Do study the history of the bubonic plague. Do study the Black Death. Do study, you know, other plagues, how they have sorted them. And again, with a lot less knowledge back then than we do now ultimately you have to two things you have to restrict the movement of people and then you have to find some form of cure some form of vaccine uh, or people will uh, two things more people die but you, you can develop sort of these resistances in your own immune system as well if you are going down the route i'm going which is by meeting as few people as possible by not being as interactive as I normally am and that's not really setting the bar that high anyway then you know try and create some sort of routine in your house do have regular contact with people via zoom skype whatsapp you know simple telephone call check in on people and that's going to be the way to do it yes these are very very strange times yes look at the history of all major outbreaks in in the past and realize what people have done you know history repeats itself for a reason it's no different from a market cycle going up, down, up, down. There's always going to be bubbles. There's always going to be opportunity. There's always going to be good times. There's always going to be 
bad times as well. Bit of a rant, I hope you found that useful. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's down to you, down to what you want to do, and really it's down to your reactions. All I can advise you to do is stay safe, always have a smile on your face, be positive, and always look for the opportunities that present themselves. Uh, until next time, I'll feed the same.